a brand new episode of Wrestling with Siblings. I'm your host, Araceli, and this is my co-host, Armando. Hi, guys. I'm Armando, and welcome to Wrestling with Siblings. All right, let's get started with Monday Night Raw. WWE Champion Drew McIntyre comes out, and he addresses what happened last week. He's like, I basically got jumped. Seth Rollins came out, attacked me, and you know what? I have a huge target on my back now, and he knows that. And therefore, he had said last week, anybody that deserves an opportunity at the WWE Championship will get one. And he feels like Seth Rollins deserves one. Therefore, at Money in the Bank, he will defend the WWE Championship against Seth Rollins. Yeah, and being a WWE Champion, that's the perks of it. You automatically have a target. Cause why? Because you're at the top of the mountain. Everybody wants to come at you. And now, not only does McIntyre have to deal with Seth Rollins, but now you, you see... That he's gonna have to deal with Andrade because don't be surprised if Andrade also is next in line to get into the title picture as well. Speaking of Andrade, Garza, Theory, and Selena come out and they're like, you know what, we're tired of your speeches. We are all over it, we are sick of it. And then this was all part of Selena's plan. Why? Because Andrade comes out and he attacks Drew. McIntyre and Drew Drew McIntyre was prepared for it I think he kind of had a sense that something's gonna happen something's not right what does he do he Claymore kicks Andrade and Garza in theory did not assist very very interesting yeah after last week's attack McIntyre was already expecting that so he was more aware of the situation and was like hey you know what wait a minute Andrade's not here right now he might do a sneak attack and sure enough Drew McIntyre was able to capitalize on that. So McIntyre pulled a fast one on them. He definitely did. All right, let's move on to the very first match of the night. Aleister Black versus Austin Theory for the Money in the Bank qualifying match. From the get-go, this match had all the potential to be uh, one of the great matches of the night. Um, Aleister Black, man, he's been looking pretty solid these past couple of weeks. And what a better way to, folk, to test his ability than with someone like Austin Theory. I think Austin Theory went into the, this match prepared. If there's anybody that knows Aleister Black, it's definitely Selena Vega. And you know she mentally prepared him for this match. She's had to face Aleister Black back in NXT. And she was one of the very few people that can get inside his head. And I think she really prepared him because you can see Austin Theory walked in extremely more confident than he ever has. And I think that was his biggest advantage going into this match. Yeah, not only that, but he also tried to frustrate Aleister Black, which is a very hard thing to do with Aleister. We've been seeing these past couple of matches in these past weeks, and it's very hard to do it. And I think Austin Theory was trying to focus on that, and he wasn't that successful, but he did have a lot of near falls. Yes, and he, I think he was able to control the majority of this match, which is a huge advantage already, but Aleister Black never lets the mind games get to him. He knew exactly what was at stake and he knew that theory was going to go into this match prepared so what does he do he brings out his striking ability his in-ring awareness and that's exactly how he was able to overcome austin theory yeah and austin theory tried to keep the match as close as possible meaning he kept alistair as close to him as he could because if he knew that the moment alistair black got the distance for him to connect the black mask it was all over so austin theory all around did a good job on keeping alistair close to him so he wasn't able to connect 100% agree with you on that one. So Aleister Black is and will be representing Raw at Money in the Bank. Very, very interesting. He is a very dangerous competitor. I think if there's anybody that can win it, it's definitely him. But we have yet to see who will be on the SmackDown side. So 
we'll have, we're gonna have to wait and see for that. Regardless of who it is, Alistair Black is always a good option for the money in the bank just because of what he could offer. Yes. All right, let's move on to the second match, which is Shayna Blazer versus Indy Hartwell. Shayna Blazer from the get-go, power, and she's been wanting to make a statement to the roster for these past couple of weeks. We saw what she did to Sarah Logan last weekend. Sure enough, she pretty much did the same thing to Indy this week. I think this is a different Shayna Blazer. I think we had already seen a dominant, very focused, and we were able to see what she was capable of. But I think her loss to Becky Lynch changed Shayna Blazer. I think now she has to go out there and she has to prove a point. She has to prove why she belongs in the women's division and why she could potentially deserve another opportunity at the WWE Raw Women's Championship because I see Shayna Blazer a lot more brutal. I see her a lot more aggressive than she was before. Definitely, I agree with you on that. She is a different Shayna Blazer, and this Shayna Blazer seems to be unstoppable so far. She pretty much is going to take down whatever she can that's going to step in her way to get to Becky Lynch or the Women's Raw Championship. And I think she really is trying to prove a statement because she targeted Sarah Logan's arm and now she targeted Indy Hartwell's arm as well. And she may have potentially injured both the superstars. So at this point, I could only think of, you know what, Becky Lynch, she's going to target your arm and she's going to want to do some serious damage. And I think she finally figured out if I can take out Becky Lynch's arm, I am already at, a dis at, an, at an advantage going into that match. And we see that aggression from Shayna Blazer, and she's starting to bring out that UFC fire that she has, all, all that, that cage fighter, which we haven't seen in a while, so that makes her extremely dangerous. Yes. All right, let's move on to Ricochet and Cedric Alexander versus Shane Thorne and Brendan. Ricochet and Alexander, I think it's the hype team right now, the team that everybody has their eyes on because to see what they have to offer. Again, these guys, as soon as they get on a roll and they get on a momentum, they're pretty much unstoppable. And I mean, the quickness of how they deliver their moveset and how they transition, it's just amazing. You guys should watch them in the ring. I like how their wrestling styles really piece this team together. I think that's what's the glue of this whole entire team. They understand each other super, super well. And that communication is there. That chemistry is there. And in order for you to become a successful tag team, that is exactly what you need and I would not be surprised if this is a team that takes down the Street Profits. Yeah, definitely and I think this is the team that's probably going to set the standard in the Raw division. Obviously we know in SmackDown you have the Usos and the New Day but in Raw they're kind of struggling with the tag team division but I think Ricochet and Tyler Alexander are going to be the ones that are going to set the bar as far as tag team division and like I said these just guys are just amazing of what they're doing so far. Keep in mind it's only a couple matches that they've been together but if you really look at them it seems like they've been working together for years. Yeah, and that's exactly what you want from a tag team that already brings you to an advantage. Also, Shane and Brendan, I think they've been very, very impressive. They've been working between NXT and the main roster. This is also going to be a team that you have to be very, very careful with. They know each other super well. They balance each other out, and I think they're going to be one of the best tag teams once they move on officially to the main roster. So you have to keep your eye on those two as well. Not only that, but they're getting that experience. They're getting that exposure on the main roster. So they're getting that experience that's going to benefit them in the long run. So good for them. And we'll see if we can see more of them. Yes. All right. Kyrie Zane versus Nia Jax. 
from the get-go, realistic, it was a disadvantage, but Kyrie Sane, you gotta give it up to her. She brought the fight for towards Nia Jax towards the end of the match. Why? Because we saw Nia Jax kind of tweaked her knee a little bit, and I think that was the advantage that Kyrie Sane was looking to capitalize. Yes, she came in with the strategy, and she was like, you know what, maybe if I target her legs, I'll be at an advantage, and that's exactly what she did. As soon as she saw the opportunity, like Armando said, she absolutely took it, and she was like, this might be the only chance that I have at taking down Nia Jax, and she did the best that she could, but at the end of the day, Nia Jax's power is what really set apart this entire match, and people have to be very, very careful with Nia Jax. I mean, we know she's going to go into Money in the Bank, and she's going to be one of the most dangerous competitors going into this match. We know her power alone is what's going to set her apart from everybody else. Yeah, definitely, and she dominated, I gotta say, like, what, 70% of this match against Kyrie Saint, so there, from there, from that get-go, it was a huge difference, and she was able to get the win, and again, in the money in the bank, Nia Jax and Shayna Blazer are, in my opinion, the two favorite ones to win, regardless of who the other opponents are, just because of who they are. We still don't know who is part of the other money in the bank i don't necessarily think they're the favorites the fan favorites at least if you look at it on paper yes they're the two that have the biggest chance to walk out money in the bank winners however i think depending on who we have if they take if they're able to some way somehow take down these two competitors somebody else could potentially win it it just all depends. Keep in mind, Shayna Blazer, you can get under her skin very, very easily. Same thing with Nia Jax. Nia Jax tends to lose focus, and she tends to get distracted. And if you can find some way to implement that into the Money in the Bank match, somebody else will have the opportunity. But I think on paper, these two definitely are. Who could potentially become the winner? Yes, I have to agree with you on that as well. On paper, there, no doubt the two potential women are winning. But like I said, we have to see who the other competitors are, and then from there. We'll see. Okay, let's move on to MVP versus Apollo Crews. The winner of this match will represent Raw in Money in the Bank. Apollo Crews, huge momentum boost from the match he had last week against Aleister Black. I was really, really impressed with Apollo Crews, how he took Aleister to the limit. Yeah, I was too. Uh, he came into this match with the mentality of like, okay, all I have to do is beat MVP and I guarantee myself an opportunity at Money in the Bank, which then can guarantee him a title shot opportunity at any given place. And I think this is a new Apollo Crews. I really think he's found himself again. I think he's developed who Apollo Crews is, not only the character, but himself as an in-ring performer. And man, did he have a killer match with MVP. I think he's really showcased what he's capable of inside of the ring. Yeah, he's getting that exposure that he needed. And I think moving him from SmackDown to Raw is going to benefit him because he's got the level of competition to work with and it's going to benefit him in the long run. And again, what a great, great victory over MVP. Well, he kind of struggled to defeat MVP a little bit, but he was able to be successful. And I think MVP's advantage was his experiences in ring awareness. He obviously knows what he's doing and I think that's what was his biggest advantage and that's why Apollo Crews struggled so much to put out MVP but once he was able to figure it out once he was able to adjust to who MVP was in his style I think he was able to finally be like you know what I know what I have to do to beat him and that's exactly what he did and another thing too that I personally I thought it was a difference was Apollo's speed you know I'm pretty sure you could agree with that on that 
His speed from the get-go was a huge advantage over MVP. MVP just couldn't keep up. MVP had to rely a little bit on the power, but it just wasn't enough for a young superstar like Apollo Crews. So, again, this Money in the Bank qualifying seems to be shaping up pretty good. You have Alistair now, and now you have Apollo Crews. So, we'll see who the other third competitor will be. Yeah, and then we'll bring the predictions. We'll see who we will have as our predictions to win money in the bank all right let's move on to the next match which is ruby riot versus Liv morgan right off the bat ruby riot is dominating this match you can tell she's angry she's focused and she wants to pretty much expose Liv morgan and that's exactly what she tried to do in this match but that absolutely backfired yeah she's been saying for the past couple of weeks that you know she could control Liv that she did this with Liv and she wanted to prove it from the get-go but Liv showing her improvement being the top star that she is she pretty much got the victory over Ruby Riot. yeah and I think the one thing Ruby Riot was trying to do was she was trying to get inside the head of Liv Morgan and I think Liv knew that and she was like you know what I'm gonna let her get comfortable I'm gonna let her think that she has me beat and then I'm just gonna strike and I will completely take advantage of that entire situation you do have to give credit to Liv Morgan, though. She's improved her in-ring skills ever since we saw her from the come up to the main roster. We've seen her improve. And I think that in-ring awareness is definitely what, what's helping her. And I think she's found her style and she's found herself. And she's finally comfortable with who she is. And I think her not being part of the Riot Squad anymore is going to better for in the long run. Why? Because now she gets to show herself in singles competition and see what she's capable of when she was in the riot squad yeah you have everybody you know the tensions with everybody you know ruby riot sarah logan it's all three of them together but now it's the time to prove yourself even more and i've always said it Liv morgan is a star she is the breakout star all she has to do is get that opportunity and she's finally getting it and she's not proved she's proving everybody wrong and she definitely did that in this match she let ruby riot get absolutely confident and what did she do she striked and she took down ruby riot huge win for Liv Morgan. Alrighty, let's move on to another Money in the Bank qualifying match. Rey Mysterio versus Buddy Murphy. Very, very interesting. I absolutely love this match. I think their styles are very, very similar. I think speed was definitely what kept the momentum of this match going. Yeah, definitely the Buddy Murphy a little bit with the advantage on the power size, but I don't think that really was the difference. Mysterio seems that as he keeps getting older and older, the better he gets. You know, it's just incredible what he does in the ring. And he really took Buddy Murphy to the limit. And same thing with Buddy Murphy. There was a point in the match where Mysterio kind of hurt his finger. And I thought that was going to cost him, kind of distract him. But no, he was able to jump back on and, and, and get back on his game plan and was successful. Murphy, very, very smart targeting that finger, that arm of Rey Mysterio. He saw the opportunity there and he was like, you know what? I'm going to take it because this is something that puts me at an advantage. But you also have to give props to buddy murphy one thing that he did and he did absolutely right is try to avoid that 619 that just tells you he's absolutely prepared he knew once he was in a certain position i'm in trouble i need to get out of there and that's exactly what he did i believe he was able to counter it twice and that put him at an advantage imagine if if Rey Mysterio would have connected the first time. That match would have been over in under five minutes. But Buddy Murphy did not let that happen. Not only that, but another thing that impressed me from Buddy Murphy throughout the match is, like we said, Rey Mysterio had that injury. Yeah, it's a finger injury, but Buddy Murphy tried to capitalize on that because right on the minute when he realized 
that Mysterio was injured, he jumped on it right away and did not let him time to recover, did not have time to adjust his finger because I believe it was dislocated. So from the get-go, that's a huge advantage, and that shows you that he's motivated and that he wanted to win. See, I think, now correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my personal opinion. I think ever since Buddy Murphy became a disciple, everything, ever since he became a part of Seth Rollins and ever, ever since Seth Rollins has been kind of mentoring him, I think he learned how to play those mind games. And I think he went in with the mentality of like, okay, I have to some way, somehow make Ray confident. I have to get inside his head in order for me to be able to advance. And I think that's what he tried to do in this match. But Ray, obviously, with the advantage of having experience, uh, he was able to turn it all around. And that's something that Buddy Murphy wasn't expecting. Personally, I wanted Buddy Murphy to win because I think he's at an advantage. And I think he would, he belongs in the ladder match like the money in the bank. Yeah, and it would have benefited his career in the long run, especially since he has some serious backup like Seth Rollins and the AOP. So that would have benefited him a lot to cash in whatever he wanted. But again, Remy Mysterio was able to capitalize. Um, this Money in the Bank match for the men's is starting to shape up pretty good. So keep in mind for Raw, we have Alistair, mm -hmm. we have Apollo Crews, and we have Rey Mysterio being our third competitor for Raw. And I believe on SmackDown, we have Daniel Bryan being the first person. So very, very great match great competitors all the way around and the way it's shaping up any one of these superstars can literally become mr money in the bank it's not like with the woman where you can look at it and you can be like okay well i can narrow it down to either nia Jax or shana blazer right this match is even all the way around yes i have to agree with you on that one but yeah keep in mind we still have to see who the final two from the smackdown side will be but so far from the competitors we have seen it is shaping up to be probably the show stealer of the night 100 percent agree with you on that one all right let's move on to the nxt women's champion charlotte flair comes out to face kaden very very interesting i think charlotte's confidence is off the roof i think ever since she became nxt women's champion her confidence has just gone over the roof and the reason why i say that is because she already said it i am the past I am the future and I am the present and she has every right to feel that way and I think every time she walks into a match now she's confident she knows she's unstoppable who's gonna take down Charlotte Flair yeah she knows she is a standard now of NXT Smackdown and Russell she you could say she's the standard of the WWE so everybody knows that if they want to be the best they got to square up with Charlotte Flair and I don't blame her with the confidence if I had one all the championships, I probably would have the same confidence she did as well. So I, I don't blame her. Like she's doing what she said she was going to do, that she was going to humble everybody. And she has to be very, very careful. Because once she starts to get way too confident, that's when somebody's going to take advantage. And they're going to be like, you know what? She's going to walk in and just be like, I'm walking out champion regardless. She's going to walk in with that confidence. And somebody's going to take full advantage of that. So Charlotte Flair has to be very, very careful. Yeah, that might come back down to Haunter. And again, keep in mind, Charlotte Flair tends to lose focus when she can't put someone away. She starts getting frustrated. And that kind of has been her problem. And now with the confidence... You know, it might come back over and haunt her. But again, right now, if she keeps going the way she is, just I don't see anybody taking in the title for right now. Yeah, I think her confidence and her, the fact that she gets frustrated when she's not able to put somebody away is her biggest 
weakness. We've seen it with Ronda Rousey. We've seen it with Becky Lynch, and it's definitely costed her. I think she's over that phase, but she has to be very, very careful when she defends that NXT Women's Championship. All right, let's move on to Andrade with Selena versus Akira Tosawa. Very, very interesting. I absolutely love this match. Tosawa was impressive throughout this entire match. We saw a new and determined Akira Tosawa. Yeah, Akira Tosawa has been impressive with me from we see up on Wednesday night last week with Akira Tosawa. He was very, very impressive. And what better way to do it with the U.S. champion Andrade? You know, someone he could really match up with. And Andrade is just, you got to give it up to Andrade and Selena. She's done a great job with Andrade, keeping him focused and him as U.S. champion. I really don't see him losing anytime soon. And if he does, I do see him going right after Drew McIntyre for the title. I agree with you on that one. I think Selena plays a huge role in making Andrade who he is. And I think she's the best at her job. She is the best business manager in the WWE right now and she's absolutely proven that look at what she's done with guys like theory look at what she's done with people like angel garza she makes them feel comfortable she mentors them and she takes their career to a whole new level and that's something she did with andrade andrade at this point he knows he sees something he knows what the signals are he can see her look at her and be like okay now this is my opportunity and he absolutely capitalizes on that and i can guarantee you at some point andrade garza and theory will hold all of the gold no doubt about it. Another thing, too, that I noticed, Andrade, ever since he became U.S. champion, he has brought that new fire, that new aggression that he needed when he first got called up. And I think that was what has made a huge difference alongside with Selena. I definitely do agree with you on that one. I think that new confidence from him being U.S. champion definitely brought out a whole new Andrade that we hadn't seen in a really, really long time. The Andrade we saw down in NXT. But now I also feel like he has backup. So he walks in a lot more confident to his matches because he's like, if something goes wrong, I don't just have Selena now. Now it's not just him and Selena. Now he has Theory and now he has Garza. And he's definitely the leader of that group. Yes, Selena keeps them together, but Andrade is the leader of that group at the end of the day. Definitely. I was just about to say that, that Andrade, now that he's got backup like Garza and Austin Theory, you can see them more confident when he walks out to the ring, when he's there. He knows that if he gets into a situation where he needs them, they're going to be there alongside with Selena. So huge props to this team. And again, I do see this team holding all the gold. And again, they're going to have to match up up there with Ricochet and Alexander. So it's going to be very interesting how this team ends up playing out. Selena could not have picked a better set of individuals. They all come in together. And if you really look at the team, it is brilliant. It is probably one of the best teams I have seen in a really, really long time. Selena did a fantastic job bringing this group together. And I can tell you just one thing. You have to be very, very careful because they don't just have Selena's brain. Now they have Garza and Theory, and that makes Andrade and Selena 10 times more dangerous than they already were together. Yeah. Once this team gets solidified and keeps working together, and as a type goes it's going to keep getting better and better and once they know the signals that they all want during the match and they start interfering in correct places i don't see anybody taking this team down 100 percent agree with you on that one all right let's move on to these street prophets who come out to introduce bianca belair bianca belair versus santana gary i am extremely impressed with bianca belair i had seen her down in nxt but i think now that she was brought up to the main roster. She's a lot more confident. She knows exactly what she wants, and that target is definitely going to be the Raw Women's Championship. Definitely. 
very impressive and we can see this as a fresh start for her being up in the new roster right because now she's got more competition and now she's got to work twice as hard to be where she wants to be and no doubt i do see her as a raw women's uh, champion sometime soon you also have to keep in mind she is one of the very few women who are powerhouses you have nia Jax, you have oscar you have Shayna blazer and you have bianca belair i don't think i'm missing anybody else but you don't really have a lot of women that are powerhouses and that's going to set her apart from everybody else and that immediately puts her at, a, at an advantage against any other competitor i was really surprised she didn't get put in a qualifying match for the money in the bank i would really love to see her to see what she could do with the rest of the women but again you know bianca belair she's just got to be patient and i think her time will come down in in raw Yes, I definitely agree with you on that one. All right, let's move on to our main event. Angel Garza with Selena Vega, Andrade, and Austin Theory versus Drew McIntyre. Very, very smart by Selena Vega to bring out every single one of her clients. And she walked in there with Angel Garza with an extreme amount of confidence. They walked in there and they were like, you know what? The numbers game is going to play a huge role against Drew McIntyre in this match. Yes, definitely have to agree with you on that. The numbers game from the get-go is what concerned McIntyre because he knew that the moment he got distracted, you were going to have Andrade and Austin Theory capitalize on that mistake. And, and not only them, you were going to have Selena Vega right there. If there's anybody that is best at manipulating an entire situation, it is definitely Selena Vega. And you knew she was going to find the perfect opportunity to distract the ref for Andrade and Theory to be able to capitalize and help out Angel Garza against Drew McIntyre. But I think they underestimated Drew McIntyre. He walked in, he knew what, what to expect. He knew that he walked out there, he wasn't just gonna deal with Selena anymore. He knew he had to deal with Theory and Andrade, and not only that, Garza. So he walked in and he completely cleared house and he was still ready. He's like, you know what? bring more i think all of this has to do by him being champion you know being champion has boosted his confidence through the roof and he thinks he's unstoppable he sees himself as like you know what bring on whoever all comers i will fight them all and and i mean i don't blame him because when you're at the top that's what you got to do you got to face all coming comers and you got to prove yourself why you were the champion and he's doing that very very fine he definitely is he's ready for any challenge He's not going to let people get inside of his head. He's definitely prepared to be WWE champion, and that's exactly why he is WWE champion. And Drew McIntyre has a huge test with Seth Rollins. I think this is going to benefit McIntyre in the long run. Do I think he's going to defeat Seth Rollins? I think he's got what it takes to defeat him, but he's going to struggle because Seth Rollins, we know him that once he starts getting on a roll with the mind games and he gets the AOP, and Buddy Murphy on his side, then it, it's, it's just going to be one of those tough matches for McIntyre to win, but I think he's going to win. You're forgetting the most important thing about Seth Rollins. He knows how to survive, and he has extreme amount of stamina, and that alone puts him at an advantage against Drew McIntyre. Do I think he's going to beat Drew McIntyre? No. I think Drew McIntyre is for sure going to retain. I just feel like, you're right, he is going to struggle. And he's going to struggle a lot because he's going to think, you know what, I put him away and Seth Rollins is going to come back 10 times stronger and he's going to sit there and wonder, what do I have to do to put away Seth Rollins? Yeah, he's going to test McIntyre 
from the get-go. And we've already seen it pretty much. We saw it last week with the curve stomp that he did and just pretty much out of nowhere, you know, attacking him, taking advantage of that situation that Andrade, Garza, and Austin Theory and Selena made for Seth Rollins to capitalize pretty much. 100% agree with you on that one. All right, that's all we have for you guys on this episode of Wrestling with Siblings. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Become a part of the siblings today. And for those of you that do not know what WWS stands for, I wonder what does WWS stand for? Wrestling with Siblings. Thank you guys so much. and see you guys next time.